Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. What up, everybody? Sorry to interrupt the regular programming right here, but Rick and I have to pay the bills, so we're going to run an ad. This ad is brought to you by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Enjoy the show, guys. What up, everybody? I'm Rob Brandt. And I'm Rick Brandt, and we are the Brothers Brandt. And we are coming at you live during this quarantine coming at you with content after content, helping you get through it like everybody else. And this is episode 11, Downtown Goes Frazier, the Todd Frazier interview. And we're going to get into that in a minute. I just want to thank our previous guest, Timmy Gorman, for coming on. Uh, Timmy broke the four-minute mile at Oregon, and now he's training for the Olympics in Tokyo 2021. So let's root him on. Uh, So... Todd, thank you so much for being on. Really appreciate it. Thank you, man. It's good to talk to some uh, some fellow people that I've seen before on the field, man. It's good stuff. Awesome, awesome. And Rick, why don't you give the uh, why don't you give the introduction to Todd? You know, I'll give the introduction. I'll just preface it with it could be a laundry list. I'll try to keep it to a uh, to the highlights here, and we'll get into some of those as we go on, but. Todd Frazier, ladies and gentlemen, many of you know him. Of course, he's from New Jersey, Tom's River to be specific. He had a uh, highlight of a youth career taking his Little League team to Williamsport, Pennsylvania, where they won the Little League World Series. And for most 12-year-olds, that would be the, the peak. That's where it, you know, they would culminate in. But he didn't stop there. He went on, had a successful high school career, college at Rutgers, And then he got drafted by the Cincinnati Reds. He's been a big league all-star many times. He won the 2015 Home Run Derby. And now he's playing for the Texas Rangers. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Todd Frazier. Awesome. That was nice. That was nice. We got to get some sound effects in here, like some clapping, some plugging. Yeah, Yeah, we got it. There you go. So, (laughs) So, Todd, let's jump right into it. We got a lot to unpack here. My brother and I, my brother played football. I played soccer in college. Growing up, we played a lot of backyard sports. And I got to ask, with three brothers that played professionally, yourself and your two brothers, what was it like growing up at uh, the Frazier household? What didn't get broken? Yeah, that's a good question. I was always the one that got thrown into the walls. I remember I got stuck in a wall one time over a ping pong match in the garage. And <laughs> I told my brothers, I said, listen, I'm stuck, and he's like, just stop messing around. And I, I, I literally, I couldn't get it. I pulled me out, 
and we didn't know how to patch up a wall or anything. So once we got home, we had to bite the bullet. But yeah, it was uh, it was a fun time. We had a blast. Uh, we played any type of sport, whether it was uh, with uh, ping pong or basketball or whatever we could put our mind to. Some with M and M's, we would play M and M's and see who can get them closest to the edge of the table by flicking them. Like anything you could think of. <laughs> but my dad made it a nice household, and so did my mom because they understood that with three boys, there's going to be a lot of uh, monkey business, and uh, you know we we had a good time. We appreciated that every day. Love that, love that. So fast forward for 12 years old, what did it feel like winning the Little League World Series? Yeah, that was great. That was great. It was, uh, when I was nine years old, my brother Jeff went in 95. So they came in third place um, in Williamsport. But for us, I remember I was with two of my buddies, Joey Franceschini and RJ Johansson. Yeah. And I said, guys, this is where we got to be. I mean, we've won every All-Star game up until we were 12. You know, we were number one in everything. So, hey, let's put our minds to it. And, uh, you know, I got to give credit to the coaching staff because every other day was a home run derby in practice. We, did, we weren't too serious, but, you know, the first hour we got our business done and the next 30 minutes we had some fun. So they made it very fun for us. And uh, with our athleticism and some luck along the way, we made it all the way. Awesome. I love that. I love that. I saw the clip on ESPN with you and RJ and – uh, sitting around the locker room talking yeah. about it. It was really cool. Yep. Uh, besides for the championship, what was your favorite memory? Um, in the Little League World Series, the favorite memory, I think it's it's different because I like meeting people. So I, I became real close with a kid from Saudi Arabia. Um, you know, we we would you know, like kind of pen pal a little bit, and then I that was it. After a couple of years, I would love to know what he was doing. But I came really friendly with a couple of guys. The friendships were unbelievable. And then I would say the pin trading. If people don't understand in Williamsport, the pin trading is unbelievable. You know, you can get monster pins, the little pins. And uh, I was conniving left and right. Whenever I wasn't playing baseball, I was going to the old guys. said, listen, when we win this whole thing, I'll have my, uh, we're going to have my pin and I'm going to be able to give it to you. But you got to give me, you know, the top dog sellers, you know. So my, my pin collection is pretty up there with some of the best. Love it. Love it. And yeah. then uh, you, you are the ambassador for the Little League Baseball. And, and what's it like going back for the Major League Baseball Little League game? Yeah, that was great. That was great. Uh, I, I got – actually, the team went or stayed overnight, and I flew out right after the game from Philly to, to uh, Williamsport because I had a uh, packed schedule. You know, I had to do a lot of stuff for Cannon and uh, for Little League. And I got back to the museum. They hung some stuff up in a museum of mine, and I gave them some game new stuff. Uh, it's great. And I, I, I talk to Steve Keener all the time about how to make it even better. And, uh, you know, one day I'll be on the board with those guys too as well once I'm done playing. Because uh, I think it's every little leaguer's dream, you know, to get there, even if they don't get there playing, uh, to at least show up there because it's Mecca. It's, it's the best you're going to see. And uh, it's like the best, you know, major league park for little league kids. And uh, I'll definitely bring my son there, hopefully coaching him one day there because I'm already starting to, figure out, you know, the kids in our town, uh, you know, who I'm going to want on the team. So I'm, I'm that guy. Already. I don't even care. I'll say it loud and proud. <laughs> already um, doing the recruiting. I love it. I love it. We're going to have a squad when he's, what is he, six, six years. We're going to have a nice squad. <laughs> All right. So I have to ask, uh, because they put the nicknames on the back of the jerseys, how did you get slash who gave you the nickname the Todd yeah. Father? Got it right here, man. I Let's love go. that. So I, I got I got a bunch of uh, 
this is just something little, but I have a bunch of stuff uh, that has the Todd Father on it. I came in Cincinnati my first season. I think it was 2011. <clears throat> they kind of nicknamed me that because I'm from Jersey. You know, the mob, they, they always think of the mob uh, from Jersey area. And uh, I was a big Tony Soprano fan. I, you know, I liked Don Corleone and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, they nick I, I couldn't tell you which person did it. But um, it caught like wildfire. Went online one day, Todd Father goes deep against it all. That's the one I love. I'm, I'm going to keep that one for sure. <laughs> great nickname, great nickname. So fast forward, and uh, your high school career was amazing. Back-to-back -back state championships. Um, Rutgers was incredible. I just want to know real quick, what was your favorite memory at playing at Rutgers? Oh, man, uh, there was a bunch. Uh, 07. Uh, my favorite memory, I mean, there was, God, there's so many, but the one that comes to my mind, we're playing Connecticut. And I remember the Connecticut coach, I love dearly. So he said that, basically told us that, you know, there's nothing we can do about Frazier, you know, blah, blah, blah. He was killing us. But we were down 10-2 in the eighth inning. We ended up winning 12-10. We wow. scored like seven runs in the ninth. And I, I, I let it off with uh, a hit or whatever it was. And then I got up again. And I hit a walk-off three-run homer to win the game, and we were going absolute bonkers. That was probably the most fun I've had with my teammates uh, in, you know, in college sports. It was a lot of fun. New Brunswick, New Jersey was, uh, you know, ready to go that night, right? Oh, yeah, baby. Let's say yeah, we were fired. It was, it was the loudest 500 people at the stadium you'll ever hear, but it was great. Awesome, awesome. Hey, so I want to jump into uh, – some quick, fun, lightning round, Jersey-based questions because we all, all three of us on the podcast are Jersey boys. So um, without further ado, how many times did you go to the grease trucks on Rutgers campus? Uh, every, every Friday night I was there. So I would I mean, <laughs> you, you think about school, I probably, <clears throat> I probably consumed over 200 grease truck sandwiches at least. <laughs> any go-to favorite fat sandwich well it was called a different name when i was there but people people got sensitive so it, it's called the fat beach okay. uh it's got cheesesteak mozzarella sticks uh eggs uh, marinara sauce and french fries oh god i can go for one right now so <laughs> that's awesome all right so you played in new york for the mets and the yankees so you spent a lot of time up there best pizza new york or new jersey Oh, man, I, you're going to get me in trouble. I, I can't – I'm being biased here. I love them both, don't get me wrong. But, you know, from being from Jersey, I have to stick with my roots. I think Jersey has the best pie. Right. <laughs> there's, right. a, there's, a, there's a bunch of them out here. But nothing does beat, it, beat a slice at, like, 3 in the morning in New York when you're, you know, that hole-in-the-wall pizzeria. So I go Ray's, to, Ray's original or something. Oh, man, <laughs> And then uh, follow-up on that, best bagels, New York or New Jersey? Uh, I'm going Jersey on that one, 100%. Uh, the pizza, I was, uh, I'm in between, but I go uh, – the, the bread out here, the dough is just phenomenal. Um, but, yeah, I, I would go Jersey with the best bags. All right. And I'm interested myself personally on this question right here, on the bagel question. It's a follow-up. Do you call it pork roll or Taylor ham? <laughs> yeah, I've had that discussion online with a bunch of people. It's it's, it's pork roll. I, it doesn't matter how you call it because the, the company is Taylor Ham, the company. And yeah. then, you know, it's, and then what it's called is pork roll. That's what, you're eating pork roll from a company called Taylor Ham, and uh, that's the bottom line. But, you know, 
people argue that for North Jersey people call it Taylor ham. I mean, it's, it's pretty simple. You know, if it says cereal on the box, but it's called Wheaties, are we going to call it just, what, what are you eating? No, I'm eating cereal. No, you're actually eating Wheaties. So uh, there's an example for you. Yeah, yeah I like that. Yes. So next one, being from Tom's River, do you call it the beach or the shore? Uh, we, oh, man. <laughs> you know, when, when I'm speaking to people that aren't from the area, I call it the shore. But when I'm speaking to my buddies, hey, we, we're hitting the beach up or what? So it's kind of a, a taught, you know, a catch 2020 a little bit. Um, you know, oh, you live down by the shore? Yeah, yeah, I live by the shore. We're going to go to the beach. So, yeah, we, we kind of say it both. But when people in town, we call it the beach. When you're an outsider, yeah, man, we're going to get head down to the shore. All right. And then is there a central Jersey, yes or no, and if so, where? Listen, I have, this is easy for questions because I've had these before. But for me, I don't, I'm not going to say there's a central Jersey. And I, I, I supposedly live in it if there is one. Because you take Ocean County, for example. We're in the central Jersey. But where Tom River is, it's more down south Jersey. So in my specific case, I wouldn't just make the county central Jersey. I would cut it off where I thought it was more south and more central. So I would say if there was a central Jersey, I would go with any town probably in Monmouth County, I would say. You know, Colts Neck, Freehold, um, Homedale area, I would go there. And yeah, maybe a little bit of Middlesex. Maybe a little bit of Middlesex. Yeah, Red Bank. Yep. Got it. Got it. So are you saying yes or no? I'm going to say no. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Best MLB player from New Jersey. Oh man, I mean, I'm gonna make this harder on myself because I'm gonna say take Mike Trout out of it. All right, take Mike Trout. I'm not gonna pick myself because that's just I'm not the best player in New Jersey. So if I had, I'm to trying him, to get you in trouble. No, I, well, I mean, the easiest answer is Mike Trout, of course. But if you know, old and young, old or new, doesn't matter. Everybody. I mean, then I would go. With, I would go with Derek Jeter. He was born here um, and raised here for a little bit, but then he moved to Michigan. But he was um, he was definitely a top dog since he was born in New Jersey. So Pequannock, New Jersey, shout out to him. I love that, and I love that picture of you in the after you won the Little League World Series with him. Yeah. And as a Reds, you got your picture together, which is so cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Last question: Being that Frank Sinatra is from Hoboken, New Jersey. What's your favorite Frank Sinatra song? Oh, man. I mean, Fly Me to the Moon is the one I always come out to. Um, man, they, they, there's so many. You know, I'll be honest with you. When I was younger, I used to not like them because I was young. And I told my grandma, I said, listen, it's pretty boring, but it, but it caught on like, uh, like a fine wine. Uh, you know, Fly Me to the Moon, um, I did it my way. I mean, there, there's, there's so many. But Fly Me to the Moon, I come out to that as a hitter, so I go with that. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. So, dude, that was awesome. That was great. Fans definitely love that. So, Rick, I'm going to turn it over to you. You talk a little big league action with Todd. Absolutely. Todd, those answers were priceless, man. Good to hear all that stuff. And uh, I'm glad you went with the Jeter, by the way, because uh, that's the one I would have picked, too. No offense. No, that's <laughs> So, um, you know, a lot of our podcast listeners play sports, many th in college. We've got uh, several. We've had guests that are minor leaguers right now and I'm sure they'd love to hear maybe what it was like to get drafted by the Cincinnati Reds to go through their minor league system and then make it to the big leagues what was that experience like 
Yeah, it was great, man. I'll give you a funny story. I had about 40 people over the house. Um, I knew I was going to be, you know, drafted pretty high. And, uh, you know, we it, it's funny, the process. You talk to your agent, and like, hey, he gave me, like, three teams that might get me in the first round. So, my, so I look them up, you know, you're doing all your homework. So the one team had passed by, the next team, you're like, and then you call him back, you're like, bro, what's going on? He's like, oh, I got to call you back. So, you know, the whole back and forth goes on. Then I finally get drafted by the Reds. And the first, for some reason, I had San Diego Padres stuck in my head. So they're like, who was it? I'm like, I got drafted by the Padres. Everybody's like, oh, yeah. And, and I'm like, no, no, wait, wait, the Reds. It was a funny little story that not many people know about. I don't know why I said the Padres. But, you know, we had, we had some root beers going after that. And uh, we had a good time. You probably just had uh, Southern California on your mind. Yeah, I, I guess my agent must have said the Padres are going to draft you if this team doesn't, and it was just stuck in my brain. So, Well, I'm glad you ended up in Cincinnati. I'm sure you did too. It seems like a great organization and the way they develop players. You, uh, you progressed pretty quickly through the minors, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, pretty quickly. Uh, yeah, I, every year I was up on a new level, and then uh, eventually I played AAA for a full season. But, um, you know, I eventually got up there. And, you know, once Miguel Cairo got hurt, I kind of took off from there. And uh, I didn't look back because I knew once I get that opportunity, I went up and I was a pinch hitter for two weeks. I was seven for eight in pinch hitting. And uh, they sent somebody else down once Miguel Cairo got better. I almost broke – I almost held the record in Major League because I caught my first pinch hit. I hit, a, I hit a single, then I hit a double, then I hit a triple. All right, then I hit a home run, and then I needed a triple to uh, – be the only person to hit for a cycle and I hit it in the gap and it went for a ground rule double I was going to third as fast as I could but I couldn't do it dude that's an awesome story and uh when you were making it onto the bigs I know everybody in New Jersey was super proud to watch you doing your thing so uh so thanks for all the memories and then you know you progressed then at the big league level where you became an all-star multiple years and then rob and i we really want to hear about your 2015 experience winning the home run derby with your brother yeah that was probably my best season uh, in the major league so far uh 2015 was awesome we actually we practiced in uh, the off season i said listen if i ever get in a home run derby we got to practice this because i knew i can hit a lot of home runs and we actually did. We practiced, and we knew we were going to be in Cincinnati. Um, and, I, you know, we had, our, we had our little thing going. I said, just lob it in there, let me supply the power, and that's what we did. And eventually won the whole darn thing. So I was, I was really excited, and especially being my brothers there, uh, the family affair. I know my parents were really excited. So it, it kind of was icing on the cake for everybody. Yeah, and you had the place going nuts because it was yeah. in Cincinnati where you were playing too. Yeah, it was it was bonkers, man. They they kept me going. Something I I truly am thankful for, and I'll never forget for them because every time I go back there, they still give me some love, and I appreciate that. As they should. You spent a couple years in Chicago, and then got the opportunity to come back to the Northeast and throw on a Yankees and Mets jersey. We'd love to know what that was like coming back, essentially, to your home area. That was awesome. I got spoiled for the last two and a half, three years, man. Uh, you know, I could come home an hour from Yankee Stadium, like an hour and 10 minutes, and then from the Mets an hour and 25, hour and 30. And it was just, it was surreal, to be honest with you, because my wife, they'd come up and be like, all right, well, they want to sleep in their own bed. So then they would go home or, you know, or they'd stay even longer. So it made for a perfect uh, scenario for us. The teams were great. The organizations were awesome. And, uh, 
you know, to have both of those jerseys hanging up in my man cave now uh, is, is pretty cool. I'll, I'll be able to reflect on that once the whole is and done. Yeah, that is pretty sweet, Todd. And now you're with the Texas Rangers. And obviously, you know, we were a couple weeks into spring training. I'm sure you guys were hitting your groove and, you know, looking forward to the season. But then the coronavirus pandemic took place. And yeah. what, what are you doing now to stay in shape and stay in touch with all your teammates and coaches? Yeah, <clears throat> we set up, uh, we have group text messaging. We were texting last night about the, the legacy of, or the last dance with Michael Jordan. And uh, some guys are saying that he's not the GOAT and all that. And I'll, I'll say to the day I die that he's the best player to ever play this game. Uh, but we have that kind of stuff. We have Zoom calls we had a couple times. And uh, we've just been, you know, we keep in touch that way. Our managers and coaches will hit us up every couple of days to see how we're doing. And uh, we go from there. So we, we've been we've been keeping in close contact. That's awesome. Do you think you guys are going to be uh, hitting the field this year? Hopefully, I, I do think we will. I, the the timing, I really don't know. There's been a lot of discussions about having a league just in Arizona, having one in Arizona and Florida. But for me, uh, I don't know. But uh, I would say I would say not anytime soon. But um, I can see us eventually. You know, getting as many games. I can see us playing like a half. A half a season, I can see that. Like eighty games, that'd be pretty. That'd be pretty nice, I think. I think all of us out there would love to see that, and love to see you guys on the field. One of the last things that Rob and I really wanted to dive in with you is about how awesome you and your brothers, you know, the the community impact that you guys have in New Jersey, the stuff you guys are doing together with Frazier Baseball. I think that's one of the things that Rob and I really appreciate about your brotherly connection. We'd love to you know, and take the time to please share with us and our listeners what Frazier Baseball is all about and what you guys are doing as brothers. Yeah, uh, my brother Charlie started it up. <clears throat> you know, I, do, I have a little to do. I'm more of an off-season guy and help them out and do camps and stuff. But my brother Charlie set it up and my brother Jeff, and they, uh, they've come a long way. This is probably year eight or nine for them. Uh, and No, I would say it's year 10, actually. Uh, I think they started in 10 and uh, – They've been doing great. You know, they, they do a lot of lessons, a lot of camps and uh, tournaments. And, um, you know, they've been doing awesome with, with the kids, you know, from all ages and bringing opportunities for kids to win championships and um, getting them better at baseball. And that's it. You know, we want them, you know, not only get better at baseball, but in life and have fun too. So they've been doing a great job. I'm just basically the sidekick, uh, just trying to jump in and uh, – ride their coattails because they don't need my help right now. But, but, you know, when they do camps, they ask for it. So they've been doing awesome. Well, congrats on that. And that makes us so happy to hear. And where can somebody learn more about Frazier Baseball if they wanted to enroll their kids or get more involved? Yeah, it's FrazierBaseball.com. And, uh, you know, right now it's pretty slow because nobody – you can't really do anything. But uh, if they go check that out, eventually when we're allowed to go back outside and play, it'll be a lot of, a lot of tournaments and a lot of uh, camps set up. Fantastic, Todd. Well, listen, Rob and I really appreciate you taking time out of your day, and we hope that you stay safe and keep training hard. And, again, can't wait to see you on the ball field. We'll be down there in Arlington to check you out whenever that is. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. I had a lot of fun with you guys. Awesome, awesome. Thanks so much, Todd. Stay safe. And uh, I'm Rob Brandt. And I'm Rick Brandt, and we are the Brothers Brandt. Stay safe, everybody. Thanks again, Todd. Thanks, Todd. All right. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.